I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language, and sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around, and thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go Cause it's the foodie foodie It's time to get this party started It's the foodie foodie It's time to get this party started With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC All we know and all we talk about is foodie foodie It's time to get this party started tonight No, no Craig's working now, I think Yeah, Craig's, think is Craig's working, working. Craig's mouth is in sync with his voice It's always handy, isn't it? For a podcast, specifically. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what we'll talk about today. I'm a bit concerned because the energy isn't great. I mean, well, Dub's energy is pretty good. Mine's pretty good. A bit concerned yeah. about Craig and Jimmy. Wonder. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not good. I'm not good at all. Why? Because I had a gout attack, and the medicine that you have to take for a gout attack it makes you nauseous, mm-hmm. and so I've been nauseous all day, mm-hmm. and burping. So you uh, didn't have uh, red meat or sush? I did have seafood? red meat, but not like tons. I had a hamburger yesterday, A&W Mama Burger, three ninety nine, mm-hmm. and it uh, triggered my gout. And dubs. Yeah. So and there dubs. you go. No booze, Thanks. though? No booze. Maybe you should. No. Yeah, maybe I should just screw it. And Jimmy was telling me it's the disease of kings, the illness of kings. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to lean into that. Be a big yeah. fat... Bit, wear, big fat wear, pur- fuck. wear purple be regal i think you should yeah. refer to it refer to it as the gout like show it more respect and then maybe it doesn't come back amy's drinking so everyone knows amy's drinking a, a guinness i think right Ooh. tonight charms has a red wine hmm. and jimmy's drinking water what's going on jimmy so here. disappointing. What's right. happening? You ran out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. That's, that's why you're in a shitty mood, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so this explains longer. so much. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jimmy. His best friend, alcohol, left the house. He's sad. Yeah. Too busy putting that fucking tree up, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's got the star of Bethlehem behind him, though. Look at that thing. Look at it. You can have charms. You put up your tree. No, outside though, not inside. Oh, the outside decorations. Well, what I came home. Difference? It wasn't my fault. I came home, and and my daughter and and with the missus obviously pushing her, started 
pulling out all the lights and putting them up and did such a terrible job, I had to fix them. Oh, wow. So then it's like, strategic, brilliant. Charms. Genius, genius. Yeah. I think you've been played. Jimmy, oh, we're going to kick you out. I know we're recording, but we're going to kick you out. Uh, can you jump in and out while we're uh, while you're having these issues? Can you go buy think. some Guinness and then come back after? <laughs> <laughs> Uber it. Uber some Guinness. You could. Um, yeah, so that's what happened to me. So it, it wasn't my on my cognizance that they went up, but someone had to fix them. Nothing's worse than having like you know misfunctioning, poorly put up lights. That's worse than putting lights up early. I guess. <laughs> Depends on your standards. Very <laughs> I'd low. I'd be okay with Ups. it. <laughs> Very low. Yeah. Um, so we thought today we'd uh, open the the Twitter sphere to our listeners slash mm-hmm. viewers and just get one of those listener choice, not awards. There's nothing to be handed out here. So <laughs> Uh, and we've got some good ones, Wonga, I think. We did. Some good your, your, uh, some, some good ones. Absolutely. Well, there was, it was, we were talking about Amy Walsh sending, did you send Carrie Ryan from our Footy Prime Supporters Club a signed jersey? I sure did. You did, huh? Is that all I it did. takes? Is to, is to be a, is a, a fangirl? Yeah, I can Co- do that. Couple a couple of fan accounts, some kind words online, and you get yourself a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna run out of jerseys, aren't you? No, you I was telling them- Carrie's a dwindling, dwindling, dwindling number of Walsh jerseys remaining yeah. in my stash, but I found one for Carrie. I mentioned to her, I think it was prior to the women's game, the one that was sold out at BMO in September as part of the qualifications for for the Olympics. I don't know how it came up. She certainly didn't ask me, but I suggested, I was like, oh, I'll send you a Walsh jersey. And she's like, no, you won't. Like, come on. Like, not as in like, you won't do it, but like, no, you don't need to do that. So I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll just surprise her. So I so sent her one. You're a sweetheart. You know, so have you, got, like, a really a box nice of, have you got a box of old jerseys signed just in case someone shows interest in you? I'm just waiting, hoping somebody <laughs> says nice things about me, and I'm like, hey, drop me your address, and then I'm the it's creep. Like, Thanks so much. <laughs> By the way, would you like a signed jersey? Like, no, no, it's okay. Not, not really, but no, 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 really, really. Well, what's your address? Yeah, the kid who bagged my groceries at the supermarket the other day is like, what the fuck, lady? You need to back off. I'm like, no, no, but here's my jersey. He's like, oh, my God, get away from me. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't mind the Brenda Walsh jersey, but not a Amy oh. Walsh. Oh, nice. <laughs> little 90210. Yeah. Shannon Doherty. Yeah. Underrated, I thought at the time. <laughs> was she underrated, I guess? I think so. Really? No. Yeah. I no? was going to go the other way, like massively overrated. Cricket head. That was more her eyes. It was her eyes weren't even. No, she but had that's the lure. perfect. I, I remember that, Wonger. Yeah. She I was going to get a twitch. What's that? Marty to kink in her neck. Yeah, it, she oh, always had well. to, like, she was a bit Quasimodo on the eyeballs. Just saying. I thought I thought Tori Spelling was more Quasimodo than... than no, she looked like Blinky, yeah. Blinky the, the three-eyed fish from Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, but those are when the eye ones that way. Those are called blowing eyes. One yeah. blowing that way, the other I thought you enjoyed way. those, Jimmy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I see you brought the blowing eyes with you tonight, darling. <laughs> yeah. I had a chairman at Bristol City when I first signed, and he had blowing eyes. Mm-hmm. 
and it was horrible. And I'm not good in those situations. I'm really not good in them because I don't know where to look. I kind of panic. Yeah. And he came over and he said, hello. And then I, I looked rude because I didn't know he was talking to me. I look over my shoulder. <laughs> Very awkward. I'm not good in those situations. He looked over your shoulder. I did. I went like that. I was like. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> did the old point like me? Yeah. Oh, Christ. There's just two of us in this room. And it wasn't like a glass eye situation. It was just too divergent. No, it was, it, it, Jesus. Was it was It was on its own. Didn't know where it was going. You have to get used to them. It's a it's a response. I think it's a it's a normal response to be a little awkward around it at first. You just have to get yeah. used to it. But the person doesn't know which eye you're looking at, though, right? If you're looking at the wrong eye, the person doesn't know that, do they? Well, if you look at the wrong one and it's up there, then you tend to <laughs> kind of look with them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's so. true. So you both end up looking that way. And then he gives her, what are you looking at? You're like, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> hey, Craig, do you have a box of shirts, signed shirts, just in case? Oh, yeah. Just waiting there. <laughs> Please ask me. Well, this actually is a perfect little segue into... Yeah. Our first uh, question, Wonga, right? You know the one I'm talking about, don't you? If it's the, uh, what's the weird, from our Footy Prime supporters, what's the weirdest thing you've ever been asked to sign? Have you ever been asked to sign anything? Were you big enough at any point that it wouldn't matter what you were signing, like an arm, a leg? I got asked to sign a bosom. A bosom, Jimmy. A booby. Yeah? Like a full boob? Don't say booby. It was a big a breast. Thing. Well, I would it's say tit. better. Yeah. Tit. Can I say boob? No, booby. Like why? Why? You hate the word booby and panty. Incredible. No. A breast. No. Can I say breast? Thank you. Please. Yes, please do. <laughs> Memory gland. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, a large breast. Mamel and mamala. That goalkeeper, yeah. Areola. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Areola. So no, how was did it, this was it a good one? Yeah. How did this happen? Yeah, but I didn't I didn't sign it. Oh. Oh. No, because there was kids all around, and I just felt awkward, and I was like, "No, I can't do that." <laughs> Did she also have you? glowing eyes? No, she didn't. <laughs> Those were intact. Now I, I don't she know. Maybe the areolas were off, but I. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the balls, right? One hangs lower than yeah. the other. Same with boobs, isn't it? You know, we call those are. east-west fadeaway fadeaway jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> Nottingham had a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> was it Nottingham, Jimmy, or was it where was it? This, uh, this uh, to yeah, be it was actually Nottingham. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. So that's a strange sort of Jimmy. Um, Craig ever ever signed a boob or have the offer to sign a boob or a shaft? I've signed a boob. <laughs> You've signed a boob. I've signed a boob. Yeah. Where? You, you can't just spit it out on and a, not give us any on, on, on the chest. It's usually on the chest. <laughs> that's, where, that's where they are. It's on the bottom <laughs> of the foot. An older woman. <laughs> yeah. That's superfluous. The problem, Wonger hasn't taken a sex ed yet. No. <laughs> but, but where as far as which, which club where? were you playing for? Was it <laughs> playing career? Ipswich. Yeah. Ipswich, of course it's Ipswich. Okay. <laughs> and, d- and did you sign it? Or did you? Of course I did. Why not? Were there children around like Jimmy? Yeah. 
No. <laughs> Greg's like, they're a fan. So when you sign a boob, is it with a Sharpie? Be easier. I mean, using a biro would be a lot harder, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, what? Did you hold, the boob? Did you hold the boob? Did you hold the, the breast when you when you signed it? Like, how'd you? It's like, like doing a, a jersey. You've got, to, you've got to stretch it, right? Exactly. you got to give you got to give it. You kind of pushed it up so it bulged a little bit at the top. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Craig, you could have used you could have used the areola as the O in forest. That would been really cool. Yeah. <laughs> is this a new low? I did. This I might be for a happy low. This could be the new low. Yeah. Well, it is the foundational episode. Often, it's mm-hmm. we hit new levels of uh, depravity, and this is definitely up there. Yeah. Um. I bet you were. Was- you must. You must have signed a boob at some point. No, I never signed a boob. I wasn't really. I wasn't at this level, guys. I mean, I. I it was like. Nebraska f- soccer. That was what McGill football was like. Same amount hey. of people. Nebraska what? soccer got a crowd. Yeah. You got way more people than probably McGill football. How many did you get? We averaged about 1,500 a game. Oh, no. We got more than that. You got more than that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. Sorry. Good. But no, there's no signing a boot. There's not even the biggest thing was maybe a uh, a program. You know, the the kids of the of one of your friends, like their their little brothers or their nephews, that kind of thing. And then you're like, you know, there's five of you standing around and someone comes up. I did have uh, I was at a post party, uh, post game party with one of my my roommate, one of my best friends, and two girls came up and said, You're Dan Wong, you're number 36. You went to high school in Ottawa. And I went, oh, can I walk you home? And it was, a, it was the beginning of a very good evening. But my point is, that's kind of the most fame I ever had. You know, That's no straight out of the game day program, right? Yes, yes. And I walked around with it, waving it, showing my picture. Do they know you because you were good or because you're the only Asian player? No, he was selling tickets yeah, before the match. Number oh, three. I was yeah. then. <laughs> was this the ticket sales uh, era one? Not the actual football era. I'm trying to think if I was if I was the only, there was another half Asian guy, but he came in uh, the year after that. So yeah, no, I, I think it could have been because I was okay. We were you like, fuck I, off! I, I'm the only Asian in the village. Yeah, well, only half Asian too. There was, yeah. you know, he stand out a little <laughs> bit. Did- David, yeah, David. So you, you must have seen that one. You've seen a uh, Little Britain before, haven't you? I have. David, I the only the only gay in the village. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got to watch it. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it's hilarious. To. Well, that's how I feel with you lot. <laughs> Things haven't changed. Mm-hmm. So we've got two tits, and uh... <laughs> on the podcast, yes, <laughs> well, yeah. we got more than yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's 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 the answer. It's the strangest place that you've signed. Yeah, but Amy, Amy I, did, I have an answer. Yeah, oh, sorry, that's right. I, I assume that you hadn't because you played college football. Yeah, I didn't play anywhere else. <laughs> okay, give me a. So, was it a better answer? <laughs> no, I can't beat that. No. Mm. So you don't even want to hear my answer? Yeah, well, yeah, we do. Yeah, good, good yeah. I guess it's not really that interesting. I mean, it's, it's set up so well now. No, what I know. It? And I have to make say it something up. and it's going to be underwhelming. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to make it up. But no, we did have really avid fans in Nebraska. So we had like a booster club and then we had people who would follow us even on our away games. And he would make these really elaborate posters um, for us for each game. So 
I guess that would be like the weirdest thing that I ever signed because they would be very, very detailed, very elaborate. And they would dig into your past as you're saying Wong or where it like would take you by surprise if people knew these weird facts about you, but they'd done their homework. They'd done their digging and like not only the game day program, but like everything that came out like the program because there was nothing online back then. Right. But it was maybe a more substantial one that came out preseason. They would know every single detail about your family life, about your club football, about your, and that was a bit freaky, but I guess it was just signing that stuff, but you had to toe the line between thanking them for their support, but also keeping them at arm's distance because it was a little bit of a creep show. Yeah. That is odd, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They know your great aunt's dog's name or something like how the fuck did you find that out? Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. No tits though. How about you, Sharms? Did anyone did anyone ever ask you to sign something? From I have broadcast? not often. Believe it or not, it might surprise you, but a uh, Canadian no. soccer journalist uh, doesn't get asked too often. But um, there's been times, and it always felt so weird though when people would ask because, like, why, why? Because I'm a Canadian soccer reporter. <laughs> like, come on, there's there's way better people out there to ask for an autograph. Well, especially when you're, you're 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 signing their napkin. It's not, yeah. <laughs> if it was like an autographed picture of you or something or you know that's a little different or hey i saw you over here and you you went to ryerson slash tmu and it was a famous alumna or something like that and then you got to sign it that'd be different but if it's just like at a restaurant yeah james Sharman's here some i never, some got, guy, I never got the you got I never really got drunk the... though at, at christmas last year or the year before and well, someone said, I saw James Sharman drunk in Pickering. That was New Year's Eve, yeah. And then yeah. they kind of come up and said hi to me. It would have been happy. It was a great little show. It was a treasure hip cover band. It was wicked, yeah. great time. And I was, I was smashed. And, and they, <laughs> but, I'm not, but I'm kind of a boring drunk. So I wasn't like I was on the table dancing or, you know, doing stupid things. But they could have come over and, hey, have another beer. Can you sign my tit? <laughs> <laughs> would have been happy as one does <laughs> so yeah no, it happens occasionally but not not, the not for a long time thankfully um, alright moving on um, Wonga, do you want to jump in I've got some here as well well I've got uh, Rhonda's but it's off of your string did you want to read it oh yeah sure uh, okay it's a really so good one who was the, the greatest gaffer in your life be that on the pitch mm. in the workplace or in your personal life and what was the greatest <laughs> lesson that you learned from them Insert the introspective music here. JC, roll. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's got a big editing job on this one. All right, for, Craig, uh, let's start with you. Jimmy, the best, um... for Jimmy was the guy with the, the eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No chairman. Craig, the best gaffer you ever had. <laughs> yeah. I would say uh, John Lyle was my best gaffer I ever had um, from a first-team perspective, and my youth coach, Peter Trevivian, uh, was the most memorable and probably the most important as I was growing up as a 16-year-old for, for a couple of years. He was exceptional, uh, not only on the field, but mostly off it and just helping me through it and with homesickness and various other things. It was, it was great to have that support off the field. So, yeah, Peter Trevivian, Ipswich Town, legend. So he was your coach when you moved there as a kid and he, he took you under his wing, mm -hmm. so to speak. And what was the one, um, the greatest lesson that you learned from from him? That's tough. Um, 
I think it was mostly when I when I when I turned pro, I started chasing games a little bit, and he was. What does that mean? Sorry, the, told me that. Well, just looking that you had to do too much coming for coming for crosses outside the box, things like that. Instead of staying. so, I thought I had to do too much, but he was the one that said, you know, goalkeepers have to you have to let things come to you as opposed to out players. They can make things happen. You don't you don't make things happen. You have to let things happen, which is a much different mentality than out players. That's why we're so freaking crazy. If if a striker or a midfielder had like those weird eyes, like Jimmy was talking about, would every pass be a no look pass? <laughs> yeah, it would be. You wouldn't right. be able to read his eyes, would you? Yeah, as a goalkeeper, he's bearing down on you, Craig. Some guy with you know one eye here, one eye over there. That's more difficult, wouldn't it, to read the play? That'd be a skill. That'd be a, that'd be a, if Erlen Holland had those eyes, he'd be even better. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd be really it? distracted. What, what way would his legs go? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Like an hour that's that's the beauty of it. Wonga, was it you that posted that on the dark web today? Um, it was Manuel Neuer was wearing some kind of weird glasses. Yeah, Kula, Kula Kulas, our, our, our friend. Uh, put it up and I wanted Craig to, did you look at that Craig? But it basically blocks out peripheral kind of noise, vision noise or whatever you would want to call it. Um, well, I think, I think what they were are that they, they flash so you can yeah. change the speed of how much you're actually seeing. Like if they're going to strobe. Yeah. Some, kind of. He takes a shot and they, if it's a slow shutter speed and it's shut for a couple of seconds, you oh. might take it off the movie. Yeah, it'd be like that, Charms. That's what it does, right? So it blocks so your, your when vision. When you're at the optometrist. Oh, right. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. So we've, I've tried them on, and it's I didn't like it. It's weird, really weird. And if, 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 like he says, the settings are, are all different. Sometimes they're flashing quite a bit. Sometimes they're slower. What's the point yeah. of them, though? What are they trying to enhance? Reactions. I think yeah. you're trying to narrow your focus, yeah. right? Yeah. Is it almost like, you know, you see go- um, goalies in the NHL, bef- like there'll be a whistle, and then before they get set in their position before a face-off, they'll spray a stream of water, and then they're trying to focus on the droplets coming down to kind of really mm-hmm. zero in on, on, I guess, more mm-hmm. micro versus macro, or just to narrow your focus. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's a similar approach, but with more technology involved. Yeah. More reaction and faster reactions. Yeah. It's fun. It's something different. It's uh, I'm not sure how well it works. Quite honestly, I've used them, but um, they are fun. Especially if you're keeping them shut for five, seven, 10 seconds at a time. <laughs> I think you're taking uh, them off the head. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think Craig's, wi- Craig's Wi-Fi is wearing them right now, I think. <laughs> yeah. I used to wear them for 45 minutes at a time and they were shut the whole time. <laughs> That's when you were driving. Smoking a big spliff. <laughs> this is where the great. Right the bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, um, who was the, the, the one coach, manager, either professionally or wherever, that, uh, that probably was the greatest for you? I had a, I had a few good coaches. Um, Locally here, I had a, a coach called Joe Rando in Woodbridge, who I used to, used to love, love the bits. And then when I was over in the youth team, there was a manager called uh, Dave Bell. 
I had him in the youth team. He was at Man U. He actually coached over in Ireland, and he's actually with Mark Bertram right now at Como. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing guy. Um, great coach. He was so he was so good in, in, at that youth level as well. Really understood the players. Helped us all out. And then probably first team. I had so many different managers, um, but the one that I would say that stood out was a manager called Paul Hart, and that was at Forest. He was just, he was brilliant, just knew how to relate to the players, knew when to be strict, knew when to have a laugh, tactically very, very good. His assistant was a, a, a guy called Ian Boyer, um, who used to, uh, well, who won the, won the Champions League with Forrest. And so their experience that they, they both had together was just uh, absolutely amazing. And tactically, they taught me so much, just how to really play the position that I was playing in as a, as a wing back and how to see the game and react to situations. They were brilliant. Was there one lesson in particular that one of them taught you that you had never forgot? Uh, probably when you're playing, it was more the, the attention to detail, you know, on the pitch and how the game was going, you know, try to read the game rather than react. Just as the plays building up, where should you be? How do you get there? How do you create space? So just their their the way that they saw the game and the way that they they taught me was was very very good helped me out big time. So Dubs for you it was Caroline Marachi why why and, and what does she teach you? <laughs> That's false. <laughs> <laughs> that was not required, James. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. that was not required. <laughs> Speaking of not required, it's Jason. Hey, Jason's here. Cue the introspective music. Yeah, by the way, when you edit this, you got to roll in some introspective music about five minutes ago. You do not have to cheat that. <laughs> do you see his face? He's like, oh, dear God. No, I'm, I'm composing it as we speak. Yeah, of course you are. That'd be a good question, actually. What is the uh, the soundtrack of your life? One song. Oh, that's, there's, there is a question out like that. Oh, is so. it? Well, let's get Dubs' yeah. answer to this one. Yeah. It's not Mirachi, obviously. So, uh, Dubs, yeah. no. which, which coach, um, mentor, whatever had the biggest effect on you? I think it would be a couple, like Jimmy said. So when I was 15, I made the leap. I was just, a, I was a good athlete. I was, wasn't a particularly skillful or technical soccer. No, I just, I'm saying that as almost a knock as, on as myself. As a braggadocious person? No, I just was, braggadocious. as a, as a Sorry, kid who would get <laughs> stuck in, who would give 100% all the time. Um, and- uh, Dubs has quite an ego, eh? Have we ever mm, talked about that ego of hers? Pretty painful. To- <laughs> <laughs> but Actually, not so particularly skillful. Did you hear that? I will say, when I hear athletes talk about themselves like this, like, I always think to myself, like, how do they not sound arrogant, right? Because they're obviously elite athletes, incredible specimens physically, right? And how can they say, yeah, I was pretty fucking great, you know, but everyone knows that, you know, it's typically the Olympics. Journalists that lead you down that path where you end up talking about yourself and then you guys are all going, oh, fuck, here we go. Talking about yourself. Here we go. Look at this. Big time. We're the assholes for sure. Yeah, we are the assholes. You are. Say that again. You're oh, okay. the assholes. Yes, we Sorry, are. So, so Dubs, let me let's let's, let's continue. That. I don't so even you're, want yeah, to you go. Great yeah. Yeah, yeah, next, yeah. move on. What's the next question? I'm no one wants to know this. No. If, if you don't get an answer, she'll make some horrible this meme is important. about it. This is important. Good. Let's go down that path. I want to see the horrible James Sharman meme. 
<laughs> no, come on, please. Now, who was it? Dubs? It's a good question. Fine. <laughs> so, Yannick. Thanks, Dub. That was great. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Move on. Go, Yannick, so it's Yannick someone. Yannick. Oh, no, it's important. Go, skip. No, that was, that it's was important to the people you were going to uh, honor. <laughs> that was Craig. Are they listening? They're not listening. They may be. They no, may now be. out of spite, I'm not answering the question. Go. I love on. that you're using spite as the reason. Well, there'd be a quiz. A quiz. So the first name <laughs> is Yannick. Okay. Mm-hmm. First um, listener to comment on this with the correct answer, Yannick someone. Gets um, a signed jersey from Dubs because she's got a box full of them. (laughs) I have none left. I was going through my jerseys and I've given lots away. We didn't get a ton to begin with, but I have some and I I had like a couple probably from the Olympics or a couple from the 2007 World Cup. And I thought, oh, I can give this one to Carrie. And then I would turn it over and it was signed by the whole team. And I'm like, oh, Christ, like I can't give that one away. But I, I, for major tournaments that I participated in, I try to keep at least one. So Carrie got the last one. I don't have, I don't have any more. What about the one behind you? Yeah, <laughs> that's my, that's my Hall of Fame one. Oh, so you do have one left. <laughs> oh my God, I'm keeping that one. I want, I just wonder how many um, Walsh thirteen signed shirts are there sitting in bottom drawers in basements <laughs> doing nothing? It's got to be lots, right? <laughs> And then that's that's not. I'm not criticizing you there, Dubs. It's just well, you, you get given yeah. shirts. You don't, you don't wear them, right? You don't wear these things, do you? No. Generally speaking, if they're signed. No. No, it's not like you're going to go to the mall with your own you're with your, your jersey on. Can you imagine? Sorry. Then we'd be getting yeah, into into bracket braggadocious. Is that the word longer that I've <laughs> never used word. in my life? I might go to the grocery territory. store tomorrow. Full kit. Yeah. Boots and everything. With the sharpie. Yeah. Just in case. Just in for breath for sign. Um, okay, so we've been through. Um, yeah, okay, that's good. A good question, and we got two and a half answers out of it. Yeah, so that's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Really good. Um, next up, Wonga, what you got? Well, we were just talking about uh, music for the X players. What was this? Is from Sean Winokur, the pirate lawyer. For the X players, what was your favorite song or chant from the stands during your mm. playing career? Do you got a favorite? Because uh, I had never really known about this until uh, going to the Voyageurs and seeing the the Voyageurs, the Canadian supporters singing the entire time. And I knew they, I, I knew they sang, but I didn't realize how choreographed and practiced it was. It was really sensational. I always say that to Craig and Amy because it was like mind blowing to be with the Voyageurs that that night. And it was I'm, coming you know, of age, wasn't it? It really was. You know, a football fan. I found a third nipple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? Always handy. <laughs> one, one for dancing. That would be the strangest thing you'd ever sign would be if somebody's superfluous nipple. nipple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why is it called superfluous? Because it's, it's, it's useless. It's, extra. it's, it's, yeah. it's a it's useless a append- appendage. Is it an appendage? Uh, well, depends how big the nipple is. How big how long it is. Exactly. Depends where it is, it's too. 13 inches long. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, Craig, Jimmy, Dubs, have you got a, a chant that you particularly enjoyed, or or, or the opposite, maybe hated? Um, they say Canada's Canada's number one, Canada's number one, Canada's Canada's number one, followed by Canada's only one, Canada Canada's. 
What the? Only one? What? What? what is that? Is that a Was chant? Is that actually a chant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's not your favorite. Was that your favorite? Canada's Wasn't there one that made you laugh when you were playing at West Ham or Ipswich? Or... Show oh, us well, your bum. Show yeah, yeah, what was your bum one? Show Craigie your bum. Yeah. What was that Somewhere. one again? I don't know how it went, but it was, yeah. Show us your bum. Yeah. Can you actually make out what they're saying when you're on the pitch? I mean, I always find it difficult to actually make out what they're saying. I've always been bad with lyrics, songs. Maybe I'm tone deaf or something, I'm not sure. But can you on the pitch, can you actually make out what's being said? Mm. Not yep. usually. I couldn't. <laughs> so I guess it, it depends on your, your hearing, on what tones you can adjust to, right? I always found, too, that, I mean, I never played in an environment like like Jimmy or Craig where it was a really cultural thing to have chance for each and I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Individual players or for the team and something that everybody subscribed to, that everybody was involved with. You know, I played briefly in in, um, in the WSA, but it, it wasn't this like the North American culture. Chance mm. is none and songs and all that sort of stuff is not, it's not built in. So when I played for the Atlanta Beat the the team song was we got the beat by the go-go's oh, <laughs> so song, yeah so sometimes like the fans would would break yeah. out into that but it wasn't anything that was novel it wasn't anything that they created um you know that was based on an individual player and, and they'd come up with a song um but i mean jimmy or craig did you guys have a song that was made for you or like a chant that the fans made up depending mm, where you no were? no Speaking mm-hmm. of fans, like in Canada, I remember there was, we had one super fan in Vancouver and he used to show up at Swangard Stadium. And you remember that parking lot on the other side of the main stand, the only stand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he used to sit on the top of his RV and he would have a lawn chair and it would just be him. And he was the best fan, but he knew nothing about the game. Like it was all hockey terminology and he used to stand there. <laughs> on top of his RV and go, dump it in, chase it in. (laughs) (laughs) Super fans are just fucking weird in general, aren't they? I don't like super fans. They they would have certain certain songs that like sing about you where it was like, there's only one Jimmy Brannon or only one Craig Forrest. All those kind of things. And number one is Jimmy Brannon. Number two is so on. They would sing that stuff. But listen, if you ever get a chance and you want to see some wicked ultras and supporters, okay, there's a, a team in Morocco called Raja Casablanca. And their ultras are off the chart. And they sing this one song that is absolutely crazy. And I'm going to play it for you right now. 
and I'm going to show you. It goes a little something like this. Is it in Arabic? <laughs> Pretty good. So what, what were the lyrics to that, Charms? <laughs> I will tell you the lyrics if you'd like to hear them. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. Oh, ale, ale, which is let's go, right? Wait. Oh, ale, ale. <laughs> Very astute. And then it says... Calate la boca, which shut your mouth. And then it says, yes, the crazy life. And then it goes, marijuana and cocaine. <laughs> we are Kuva South. We are what? Kuva South. South. And then it goes, oh, ala, ala. So okay. if you can get that up, it is absolutely crazy to see this mm. stadium rocking. Where Singing is this Jimmy Sat Link in Casablanca? Yeah. Send us that link in our dark web and we'll share it. Yeah. Now, Apparently, that marijuana and cocaine. You go yeah. there for a good time. No, it's crazy. I love it when when the, these these hard men brag about what illegal substances they're inhaling. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Those those twats at TFC, they uh, what they called the uh, inebriati. Yeah, love those guys. There's anyway. an inebriati at. It was. At they TFC? got banned, right? They got banned. Oh, are those the guys that threw the? Yeah, like the leader so. of the capo through the. Uh, um, I'm not sh- No, I don't think it was. Mm. I think it was they've been canned, banned before then. Mm. Deech had a fun little song every 22nd or 23rd minute. 24th right? minute. 24th minute. Yeah. Oh, Danny Dickio. Danny Dickio. Danny Dickio. Yeah, it was really good. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, t- What's it's the song about? Get... Uh, it's, about <laughs> it's about Jimmy Brennan. <laughs> but speaking of marijuana and cocaine you guys see you know that famous clip of maradona warming up i think it's prior i don't know if he's playing for napoli or argentina i think it's when he's playing for argentina and it's life is life is playing yeah. and he's warming up and he's doing all kinds of cool shit and just messing around and somebody was like is there any way he was not high <laughs> this warm-up <laughs> and it's so true it was the yeah. first time that i looked at it that way he never did warmed up with the back team. Then? He just did his own thing. Oh, he did, eh? Yeah. Did never he have there was no testing back then, really, eh? It was well, before. Was it? Sure there before, was. Uh, just, there was. They just didn't. No, there, there was there no were, testing. There's no way. There was one clip. I don't know if if you guys saw this on on YouTube as well, where it looked like he scores a goal, and he's running to celebrate. And it looked like the kit man's running over to give him a bump. <laughs> Oh, and he's and he's got the the coat yeah, clip. Like, yes, I see. Did you that. ever see that clip? Now, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But it, that's what they were saying. What does he keep his hand really still? Like tries to balance the white powder in the little nudge of his finger or his hand? Is that what he's doing? You got to have a look at it. You got to see. Uh, it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's those famous images from the World Cup. Um, when was that? Maybe ten years ago now. And uh, he's in the stands or in the in the private box, and there's some clearly some some residue where he's just going nuts, and of course he jumps at the conclusion because it's Maradona, 
But uh, again, that's on YouTube as well. It's crazy. Just, just, just. Um, it, could been, it could have been a powdered donut charm. It could have been. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> food. It could have been. Just put YouTube and just search for Maradona cocaine, and all this stuff comes up. Yeah. What, I think what, he was whether it was or not. Ninety as well. I wish he was suspended right. for eighty-six. Yeah. <laughs> or not nineteen ninety nineteen ninety four ninety four yeah yeah yep that's right in the states okay we've got one here here's a good one actually from our boy dave starkey um i've just started reading the giddy lee of rush biography my f in life if you were to have a book written about you what would you want the title to be the mm. questions for the entire crew jimmy's where got this all, I think we've heard- where did it all go wrong <laughs> Jimmy Brennan, my life as a podcaster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where did it all go wrong? My life as a podcaster. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Where did it go wrong for you, Jimmy? What would you say? Was it was it when you the first invite onto this show? Was it yeah. before mm-hmm. then? Yeah. Fuck, it just got a hold of me and it went downhill real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so your first show on your first time on this show, you were manager of uh York United. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then it really did after coming on your show. <laughs> <laughs> Was the show the jinx, you think? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think everybody got fired after they came on this show. Yeah. <laughs> oh true. no. Yeah, well look well, Bontis fired. Well, yeah. if you think about it. Mm. Oh, um there's six of us here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. There are. Yeah. Not sure what that means. And we all got together. <laughs> <laughs> We're a tight bunch. All right, Craig, what would the name of your book be called? I don't know. I went over with two balls, came back with one. That was a pretty good life on one. Nut. <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good, a pretty good life on one nut. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. AKA the that's squirrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long winter. Um, (laughs) doves you must have a you clearly you think about this a lot obviously no i've never thought about it i have no idea me and yao (laughs) not yao maybe later (laughs) it's not true what they say my first interracial relationship (laughs) that's a terrible title (laughs) that's a really really bad one once so many books wonger (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well that's what about you, 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 you i you shared mine ages ago yeah what was it it was get, get your dick out of my girlfriend and other short stories by dan wong <laughs> <laughs> how short are these stories woman? well do you draw the pictures yourself yeah, things happen when you're you're living a crazy life. You know? um, People get mad JC? at you when you make out with their girlfriends. <laughs> JC, oh, have you no. got a name for your book? Wong, I do. Wonger's <clears throat> life. Uh, Sixty nining with the Wongs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My grandfather. Picture yeah. of my grandfather got you going, didn't it, JC? <laughs> a little bit. Any new listeners out there? Um, if you you must. What, what, we're actually working on a little something um, Are at we? some point, a, we- a website at some point, right? I'm going to put a bunch of these little, these stories we always refer to, which have been mm-hmm. lost in the ether over the your, kind of last four years. We're going to find them, but that particular story is a classic of, of Dan Wong, and we'll put it on there for those that don't know what we're talking about, but it's a classic. 
The other, um, you know, what was the other classic charms was uh, someone, I think it was Bergman, was bringing up the Crushinator and JC's oh, Crushinator voice. Remember that? Wait, okay, I saw that. And okay, I don't know. You, I don't Okay, need, so the reference, reference was our first negative review. And you know, we're, we're, we love reading our reviews out loud. And Hashtag so it was our Pugs Wizard. Exactly. Pugs <laughs> Wizards in, in our Hall of Fame hate room. Crushinator was in the same vein. And our friend JC put a voice to Crushinator and he read the review and it was fantastic. You're going to have to find that. I'm going to send it to you right voice? now. JC, do you remember the voice? Well, it's one of two. Uh, <laughs> I think but, it was the high voice one, right? Yeah. Like that? <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. <laughs> Man, this footy prime show sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> was that the Crushinator? I was that the Crushinator? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was. Oh, by the way, we got the best review today, actually, Wonga. Oh, we did. It, it, we... It, honestly, it's, it's one that will make its way in any, any marketing stuff we need with testimonials. Yeah. It's going to be it, right? Do you have it there? I do. Uh, well, I sent it to all you guys. It's in. Uh, yes, yeah, on the freaking doc. You know. You know what? We we need Dubs to read it well. because she needs some positive reinforcement. You got your phone, Dubs? Yeah, I got it. It's that it. one I sent. Yeah, it's the one yeah, I sent. Uh, you know how many messages you also sent on, on the <laughs> I know. today? I know. No, it's ridiculous. It's it's mostly my fault. So, oh no, I got it. Yeah. Oh, we got it. Wow, that's quick. I got it. So she the, got the, it quick. the title. What? I said, of course you did. You were just waiting to read it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, Jamie Brennan. Sent one text earlier. Hey Dan, can I please read that later? You just far? just piping up like, on here on the podcast the way that you the way that you pipe up on the dark web, which is never <laughs> like oh, so many so many texts is so hard. Seventy five, and then when I I text I came in and I was like, good morning everybody, and then Sharms goes. Dubs is on one, and I went, Okay, goodbye, everybody. And I go, <laughs> <laughs> It's your favorite thing. Come on, admit it. <laughs> All right, okay, Dubs, uh, great review. Goes. Yes, I'm getting to it. Okay, so the title of, of this great review is This podcast is miraculous. I can't figure out how they do it, but each episode makes me simultaneously smarter and dumber in equal measure. It's an astonishing feat. This is by <laughs> Salish C. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I did, never heard that. But I don't. How do you make these? Brilliant. Like, what is your name in in on Apple? Because these are through Apple. So is it just like your name would be James Sharman on this? No, it's on or Apple. They, It'd be like Honeycrisp. Yeah, I, I'm uh, <laughs> Mac and <Tosh. laughs> Stupid. It was pretty stupid. Can't get enough of that, honey. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's a great one. I love that one. It was. It that was, kind a really of, that, good was one. that surmised exactly surmised. Hmm. Whatever. Exactly well, who we are. No, no. equal parts stupidity, equal parts average intelligence. Right, mm -hmm. that was pretty good. Um, okay, uh, you just summed up exactly what he's talking about. Yep, <laughs> oh, we got one here actually. It's, actually, it's a good question actually, but uh, I, I just want to read it out because I love his handle actually. It's loose stool Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Gross. FFP is a joke we all know. So, is the Super League really a bad idea still? What is FFP? Help me. Financial fair play. Financial fair play. Oh, okay. So, Thank yeah, you. all these clubs contravening it, finding ways around. Right now, Everton's in big trouble. They could be uh, having a big points deduction. Chelsea's um, in a lot of trouble as well. Man City, massive trouble in the courts right now. So, all, all these 
clubs trying to cheat the system anyway. What is so wrong with a European Super Club, Super League, in that case? Well, you don't think so the same thing's going to happen? Maybe there wouldn't be FFP restrictions in it. If you can't trust each other, why should there be any loyalty to stay together? I'm talking about Super League. Are you talking about the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) They're always going to find ways to cheat the system. Always. Doesn't matter what rules you have in, they're gonna they're gonna tamper with them. They'll find ways. They'll find the reason why the Super League is a bad idea is because it, it would ruin football and the structure of football at lower divisions. The Bosman ruling already made a massive dent into that. I like the way the system worked before that Bosman ruling, even though even though I do understand that being, you know, before the Bosman ruling came in, you were still tied with the club even when your contract ran out, but they could get some compensation for you. So there, there was a trickle-down effect. When the Premier League came in 92, it started to change. I mean, let's face it, the Premier League is the Super League at the moment. They're the most dominant league. It's quite cyclical, but for the good of the game, uh, we need to have domestic leagues all over Europe instead of just one big Super League that is going to service just a few of the rich clubs and make them richer. But, Craig, but we did accept the Bosman ruling, which basically made everything a free market. Right. Well, How we didn't accept it. it. We had no choice. There's no choice to right. accept it, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, because European law. Yeah, exactly. But what is the stop? Man United, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Juventus saying, you know, we want a free market as well. We can make more money playing in this league. Why, why can't we? I mean, legally they can. They tried. The fan had the fans had the big backlash there, and that's why it didn't happen. But do you still think it's on the table? Like maybe not now. Maybe not in 10 years' time, but eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's still on the table. There is no real punishment that I know of that was uh, that would make them stop doing it and trying to do it again. Nothing happened. They were, there were no point deductions, anything. You didn't know if there was any fines of any sort, maybe a little bit, nothing too substantial. So, yeah, they needed to do more to stop it again. And I think the, the Premier League is a two-thirds voting rule, so... If they get enough foreign ownership in the Premier League, they could they could actually make some decisions that wouldn't be probably best for the game, but best for football clubs too. So they have to be careful about that. And what's that rule that you're referencing for us? Uh, just when the clubs vote, the Premier League clubs will vote for no, certain No, the one you were saying is Bosman? Is that what you're saying? That was for players to move. Because what happened before oh. where if you had a contract, your contract was finished that club still owned you i didn't know it was called that what's it called again the bosman ruling it was actually oh. a player that went to fifa and fought it mark and bosman he opened, in belgium he opened up the doors he was my least favorite bond yeah, he went to european <laughs> court yeah. that's right pierce, pierce bosman pierce bon- <laughs> yeah, <it's a> pre- <laughs> he was the worst <laughs> Sip Ladder was the uh, the evil bond villain though wasn't he back in those days <laughs> Yeah. Isn't he in jail? Shouldn't he be in jail? Him and Platini were found guilty, right? Did these guys ever get in trouble? No. They get in trouble, but do they ever get caught? Like... I think Platini's back now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Good his, game, uh, Platini. Lifetime, his, his, his worldwide football ban is up, I believe. Well, I just saw that UEFA was considering considering inviting El Nasser and Ronaldo's team into the Champions League, right? Which Did is, you see that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard that mentioned before. How can you no, invite so this, this, 
Yeah, this week it came out that they were considering it. I don't know. Why Al Nasser? Why not Al Halal? Why not Al 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 Fuck? Dude. And don't they, isn't it, aren't they part of the Asian Confederation? Yes. Yes. So you fuck off. Fuck off Saudi Arabia. That's because of Ronaldo. Ronaldo's got that much sway. Mm -hmm. That much swag. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you want to do it, no, it's not. There's many, many other teams in Europe who would like the right to play in a Champions League before that happens. I mean, then, then we have a Super League, right? There's a team buying themselves into a tournament. It's a Super League. Now, they are changing the Champions League, of course, starting next year to really accommodate the big I will explain the Swiss model, which makes things much easier for us all. God. Starting next season. So, I mean, we, we have a Super League. It's called the Champions League in, in many regards. Um, and, yeah, we can go on about the legalities of a European Super League and what it will result in. But football fans are purists, I think, at heart, pretty much. And I, I like the way it, it works now. Why fix it? It's not broken, I don't think, in many regards. Some ways it is, but generally speaking, it's it's pretty good. Why, why yeah. complain? That, that that said, don't you think, though, if they had a Super League next year, right, and, and they kicked out these teams <laughs> from... from the contrarian with himself. No, no, but don't you think, though, if, if there was a Super League that kicked off next year, um, every stadium would be sold out for every match? Yeah, that's right. fair. Sure. Yeah, because those fans are happy as fuck. I mean, look at Spurs. They were going to get invited in. They don't win fuck all. <laughs> it's funny how Spurs snuck in there in that whole Super League thing. Like, wait, 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 Spurs? Wait a minute. That's what everybody was saying, though, weren't they? Spurs? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, what about Nottingham Forest? They've won more than them. Right? It's like imposter syndrome. It's like, uh, sure. Not sure. It's like when I get asked for an autograph. It's imposter syndrome. What the fuck are you asking me? Must have been how Spurs felt. It's my whole life since I stopped playing soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I swear hey, to God. Listen, your star is shining brighter now than ever, Dubs. No, oh, please. Yeah. Look at her. Oh, no. oh, yeah. Left hand corner. She's killing it <laughs> on this podcast. Wink. She's at the top. She's the Paul Lynn to Hollywood Squares. <laughs> uh, hey, Jimmy's V neck tees on Twitter asked her, um, why don't you wear more V necks? Is that it's a, a little V. I love when I it's say a that. Mini it's a baby V. Yeah, it's a, a lowercase v. v tonight. Hmm. Why don't we all wear more V-necks? I love a v- good V-neck. It's Jimmy's thing, right? That's all I wear. I like a V-neck. Me too. Not I a big like crew neck guy. I'm with you, Jimmy. Yeah, no, not crew neck, but there's a big gap between a scooping V-neck. <laughs> Jimmy's well, scooping. I've got something that come all the way down like that. Yeah, no, I feel like there's a balance yeah. to be struck, though. Like, the one that you're wearing currently looks like it's a waste of a V-neck. Like, it's barely a V. Maybe well, it Just got, make it a crew. It got caught just make it a crew. Yeah, I, it's neither here nor there. there. I had ones down to the belly button. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that. I'm not here for that. We're well aware. <laughs> yeah. Wonga, you got any more? Well, no, I've got, a, I, I've got another. We're doing so well with these. I know, but there was another uh, uh, another great review, and it, it says brilliant. 3.14159265359% of the time, five stars. Pretty mm-hmm. tremendous when I listen, which is entirely dependent on if I'm tagged on social media. Yours, <laughs> Hug Wizard. 
<laughs> and it's Amazing. actually from it's from our friend Jeffrey P. Nesker, yeah. who said the P stands for pug, pug wizard. Really, Charms, that should be every single review for Charmin's proper pies. It should be, shouldn't it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 3.14. Yep. You're like, I can't ever get more than this. <laughs> it's pie. That's it's why. Just so apt. <laughs> it's just so apt. That's right. God, does the international break ever kick you in the old football balls, eh? Like, it kind of takes the whole wind out of the momentum. Unless you're watching Women's Champions League, James Sharman. Yeah, I wish I was. Obviously. Dubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, huh? <laughs> what about that controversial call? Yeah. Which one? There were a number of the one them. with Jesse Fleming involved. Yeah. What about that? Yes, she tracked back and actually made a well-timed tackle outside the box, but the player <laughs> Del Castillo fell forward in the box, and the penalty was awarded. You never want to fall well timed forward in the box. Well, it was. She was trying to foul. I think it was strategic professional foul, and she knew where she was on the pitch. Maybe I'm yeah, getting she got what she credit. deserved. It was a penalty. Oh my God, Forrest. <laughs> yeah, look at that. But it brings about a, a broader discussion about investment in the women's game. Oh, can we do it the now? Champions League. Yes, please. Let's oh, do it. Is. It's, uh, there's a, it is a good conversation, you know. Yes. Should Maybe they have VAR across the board? Should that be standardized? Mm-hmm. Who's going to pay for it? UEFA. I can save them some money from the men's game. There's been a been a, a massive discussion the last week about getting rid of it. Nobody even likes it. <laughs> yeah. And then and then here you got two goals that were mistakes on the pitch. Everybody's like, oh, they don't have VAR. Yeah. No, they don't have VAR. And this is what happens. And this is why they brought VAR in to fix problems like this. And if this is where you want to go back to that, where referees make mistakes and they're not fixed. <laughs> and let's go back to the archaic time, which is the current modern era of women's football. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so if, if the men got rid of it, would you guys take it? No, oh, you know what, Jimmy? Just fuck right off. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question, though. Oh, that was a good question. If yeah, the men, would, of, if we here here men's game castoffs, women, oh please, may I have some also. Yes. <laughs> no, but you, you like it or not? You just said you, you, you like just said wanted VAR, and the guys want to get rid of VAR. So what are you going to do? There's a middle ground to be struck. Just Give the women the proper investment. You have the technology, you use it. I think we're into an era now where um, a time in the men's game where you're you're into the details too much, that you're into the weeds, that it's not helping the game anymore. So you have to pull out a little bit. Pardon. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's the title That's of my, <laughs> my biography. You know what? Going, back, going back to my book, I think it would be one of those flip books. Where there there wouldn't be any words, it would just be a picture book, which is scratch maybe scratch and smell. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be scratch and sniff, but it'd be one of those ones that you flipped, and it was like the still pictures, and they would like finally like almost animate, and it would be me tackling the shed to somebody that we might book. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would sell well. So violent. <laughs> Jimmy's so fucking God. He's on one tonight. Well, what did I what? Go get a can't beer. Say anything anymore? Oh, can't say anything. Oh, that would sell well. <laughs> what was your book? What was yours again? I'm not telling you because obviously you weren't paying attention. It was a board book. B o r e d. Well, I, I had high hopes for this show today. 
Yeah. <laughs> once once again, you? I misjudged it. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, we'll, we'll have a quick look at uh, Canada's upcoming match against Jamaica on Friday night in Jamaica, and, of course. And uh, get into the broadcast if you haven't listened to that one yet this week. Came out last night. Um, a lovely little clip. Uh, why is Claire so angry with everything? Yeah, she seems angry. There's a lot of rage in that clip about punching people. I think the rage was talking about me and, oh, was and it hitting you? my was it? yeah, hitting my older brother. Mm-hmm. But Claire was just talking as a doctor and the amount but, of young males that come in with injuries to their to their fingers oh, and to is their that wrists because so of I haven't, improper punching. You've not okay. watched the whole clip. It's like 30 seconds. No, no, the clip. Chairman. No, but it, no, but she didn't mention it's from her experience of being a doctor in that clip. Mm. And, and I will listen to the podcast at some point. Haven't had a chance to yet. Yeah. I, you know I do, Dubs. You know I do. Um, but the clip was good because about punching and how people don't punch properly. So it's because um, Claire being a uh, in the ER mm-hmm. every Saturday night, I imagine, is just fixing broken wrists and fists. Yep, and she also taught me a phrase that is apparently something that doctors use or scientists use, and it's non-zero times. And I'm totally stealing it because she used it. it she used it on two occasions mm. to talk about punching that it's happened non-zero times, and then she talked she. She referenced it at another point during the podcast. And I was like, hang on a minute. And then I stopped her and like, what do you like? This is the second time you've said this. Non-zero times. Yeah. What does that mean? Meaning more than Once. more than nil. Yeah. So it but always it's, it's happens. Very, it's just not, it's something I would never say. Right. But it's a very, I think it's doctor speak, basically. This mm. is the part of the show where people feel stupider. they're still waiting for the smarter part though aren't they (laughs) should we read that good review again (laughs) can we it's been 58 minutes still feeling pretty dumb yeah (laughs) we'll do better next time guys i promise you know it's been a long day for us all that was Um, a good idea yeah it's it's a good idea not all good ideas come to fruition though do they you're hard on yourself i think we're very listenable look at jc's props yeah, he giggles. This he could be one of those things. shows that I listen back to, and that actually, you know, that was pretty damn good. Yeah, except right we're still now, trying to figure out everyone. who Yannick is. Yeah, because Yannick Carrasco. Nobody gives a shit. Let's be honest. Oh, Nobody Yannick, Yannick, Yannick gives a shit. I think they'll give a shit. John Lyle gave a shit that he that Craig. Like I know these people now. Mm-hmm. He just had to say his name. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually, Yannick. Life. Yeah, my youth coach. He actually died last summer. He oh did. my god! Is this oh, is Paul Hart alive still? Yeah. Okay, thank God. Jeez, the old trifecta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, oh, they're alive. Nominated. All right. Um, listen, if you still can stomach any football at all, you're stronger than I am. But uh, FuboTV.com is a place that they show a lot of football, so you can be watching that on a Wednesday rather than listening to this shit. Um, or you can be gambling. You can bet Sprinkling. All, all your hard-earned money. Hmm? Sprinkling. Sprinkling. Yeah, we know that's one games. of the words. We love the international break. Sprinkling boobies it. on our team. <laughs> on panties. On panties. Sprinkle some money on the Women's Champions League. Oh, my God. There's some futures, some good money available there right now. So that's TonyBet.ca. Um, that's it. I can think of nothing else. Anyone nothing else? MLS. Nobody's really engaged with MLS playoffs. I'm still waiting to find out, by the way, what happened last Friday at the uh, TFC press conference. Apparently, there was no uh, there was no media 
email put out to suggest it was going ahead. So yeah, so there was none. Email. Like as we figured, there was none at all. Yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently there was. Well, I didn't get one, and from what I understand, other people didn't get one. So there was there's no media advisory sent out about it. Hmm. And generally speaking, you get a media advisory saying, "Hey, this day at this time, come on in." Jimmy JC Tuesday night, watch Canada. Are we going as media? We should find out. Jimmy's probably calling the game. Yeah, I'm calling the game. Are you calling the game? Are you doing yeah. it from BMO, Jimmy, or from uh, doing uh, the first first match in studio, second one at BMO? Okay, cool. Well, I'll see you there at least, and then I'll yeah, these, uh, these jerks come as well. Yep, we look, JC, look come on in. Preview, essentially. Dubs, you not flying in for this one? Make a scene in the press box. <laughs> <laughs> no, not this time. No? Okay. Uh, no. Hey, J-Mo. J-Mo. <laughs> Did you guys see the latest J-Mo meme from Nesker? Which one was it now? It was the one where he's it, like, it's J-Mo's face as Bernie in the the meme. And, like, the the, I think it was Trump's inauguration. With the mask. <laughs> <laughs> mittens and his arms crossed in the, in the green jacket. It's amazing. Oh, the mitten one. That's yeah. my new favorite. That is oh, brilliant. It's very good, yeah. Nesker. Nesker, we've said your name four times. We love you, JMO. <laughs> TFCrepublic.ca. That's JMO's site. Subscribe. It's really good for all things uh, TFC and Canadian football and great memes as well. Anyway, everyone, thank you for joining us. My wholehearted apologies. Keep buying newspapers, bye. This episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Bat. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.